Bianca stares while he blurts all of that out at once and then shakes her head as if in disbelief and says, Morgan Everlovin' Treadway. How you been? You say good. Okay, great. But I mean, how have you really been? Morgan, I haven't seen you in weeks. She gives him an up and down with the eyes and she's like, Morgan, I hate to ask you this, but are you on drugs? You don't look good. You don't look like you've been eating or sleeping or doing anything good for you, pal. You look kind of worn out. You doing okay? You got some place to... Look, I don't want to get too personal. But she proceeds to get very personal and grills him about every aspect of his life. About what he's doing for work, where he's staying, if he's getting enough social contact with other human beings. And Morgan has to be really evasive, I imagine. I'll let you uh, supply his responses to that. But Bianca is very concerned about him. And... When he manages to turn the topic to her, she resists at first, but it turns out that's because she has a lot to say. She's been doing a lot of thinking. She tells him about the class at the community college, which he already knows about, but um, tells him she's been taking classes part-time while she's been working as a paralegal and she's been learning a lot about not just how the city works and the law works but how people work and don't she's been doing a lot of thinking about heroism and what it means to be human so she's sort of in the midst of a personal renaissance um, but she's also got troubles. She's got a she's got a couple of cousins who are caught up in the strongman thing, and she's torn up about it because they're young guys, and she thought they were good, and turns out they're not that good. And um, she really wishes she could intervene, but she just feels like anybody who is in line with that is so toxic. She doesn't want to deal with them at all. So she's going through a bunch of different things and trying to juggle it all and trying to pay her own bills. Morgan knows she was seeing this guy for a while who wasn't physically abusive, but was very demeaning of her um, for, for whatever reasons probably because he was like laid off and he started to feel challenged by her success and so he took it out on her yada 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 but anyway she was uh she has split up with this dude um who is also sort of going the the strongman route at this point she thinks and so she's She's also a little aggressive with him in the sense that she has pointed questions. She's like, what do you think about all this stuff about these guys going around the neighborhood, beating up people they don't like, picking on, picking on weaklings or whatever? What do you think? And I know what Morgan thinks, but um, I would be happy to hear you, hear you articulate it um, the way he would to her. So that's more or less that. She keeps checking her watch the whole conversation. She still has the same old, uh, battered, pock 
pocket watch that she got from her grandfather. She keeps checking it, insists that it works, and that she has to go, has to go, has to go. But she keeps prolonging the conversation. Finally, reluctantly, she's just like, all right, I'm look, I'm late for work. I got to go. I should have gone 20 minutes ago. And she bails. But she forces Morgan to promise that he will be in better contact and that he will come by when he, whenever he needs a meal or some conversation. She's just like, it's great to see you, buddy, but you look like shit. You got to take better care of yourself. So after that... Uh, I'm sort of going in reverse order here. I imagine he goes back up the alley, puts the costume back on, and heads out into the city to see what he can find out about other heroes. Uh, At some point, his hand touches the enchanted device, which functions as a radio, and there's a sort of... A warm feeling and a and a and a vibration in it, and he uh, turns one of the dials, and he can hear Roland's voice. A uh, sentinel, if that's what you're calling yourself. Anyway, buddy, listen. The uh, internet's talking about you. I don't know if you care about something like that, but this Brian Gillens is saying some great stuff coming to your uh, defense there. I don't know if that's important to you, but if it is, you can look on his website. It's called... And I don't know how to say this exactly. It's called Pry Tie with Bri Bri, uh, which I think means prime time. But hey, what do I know? Anyway, if you're feeling down on your luck after that debacle, might want to check it out. He's got some good things to say. I think he recognizes your color. So, after that, um, I don't know if Morgan would go looking or not, but um, I'm going to assume not for the time being. Scanning around the radio dial, he finds out that Cricket is abroad in the city making a very public show of going around to uh, gatherings of strongmen, um, technocrat headquarters like the one on the border of the sink. A lot of the TPP's facilities are what they call mixed use. But they basically represent the fact that for the Technological Progress Party, private industry and government functions are sort of both under the the mantle of of tech, of systems that uh, need to be run efficiently. They call them public-private partnerships. But that's a real term that people in the real world use, and the way that they're using it isn't quite that, because it's not really a partnership. Everything that they end up getting their hands on, they end up running, because they insist that they know best. 
and people who would do business with them in the first place are inclined to believe that, and so they end up sort of controlling a lot of different stuff. Anyway, Cricket is going around to places like that. She's going to rallies. She's going to uh, any known residents or HQ of other hero groups. In fact, he finds her on her way to a an abandoned warehouse that is the headquarters of what was once called by Kilsin Van Slyke the Monstrous Squadron. He's going over rooftops in his way and sees the distinctive uh, humanoid insectoid shadow of Cricket passing over some buildings and he sort of triangulates and follows. He can't quite catch up. Um, he's just not able to keep up with her superhuman jumps. But after a while, he ends up where she is. He finds her on the roof of Monster Squad HQ, and he can see that she's talking to uh, Experiment 7. Mad Spitter is lingering in the background with his arms crossed, sort of regarding Cricket like, this motherfucker serious? And none of the other members of the group are visible at this point. So he comes in, he, he approaches as they're in the middle of a conversation, and uh, he can hear Cricket saying something along the lines of, Glad we agree on that, but you have to understand it's going to get out of hand. This isn't going to hold very long, this neutrality. Seven reassures her that it will. They say, There is another threat that others will not be paying attention to, given the partisan situation in the city. The third party, the pro-human anti-metal league. We have organized ourselves anew as the Institute for Metahuman Study and Self-Defense. Or maybe... Institute for Metahuman Self-Study and Defense. IMSD. And we will not be participating in the conflict between the parties while metahumans come under attack by these fanatics. Cricket looks thoughtful. Are they really out there doing stuff? I haven't heard anything about them lately. I thought people had given up on that. About this time, somebody spots Morgan, or rather Sentinel. Spitter goes, Yo, Seven, who the fuck is this guy supposed to be, dog? The conversation that ensues is <clears throat> fairly civil. What Cricket says she wants is no unnecessary violence, and she sees the partisan divide as only leading to conflict. So she's there to plead with Seven and their group to be reasonable to stay out of it. Seven is saying even if metas are reasonable and try to stay out of it, the conflict between the strongmen and the technocrats will leave room for the pro-human anti-metas, the peahams, to come out of the woodwork and start attacking people 
They have some examples already. Some of the kids in Spitter's neighborhood knew about the incident with the wish seed that gave Spitter his powers. And so they were sniffing around his family. Maybe he has like a little brother or a little sister or something, some cousins, whatever. And so they had to go out and defend his little slice of the community against these peahams who were like, hey, listen, we know there's a meta in your family. You better make sure he doesn't come around anymore. You better, you know, not expose anybody else to what he was exposed to. We're not going to put up with that shit. We're going to get rid of all these fucking metas. We're going to get rid of them. It also emerges during this conversation that Kilsin Van Slyke is there, is in the building, but he has not been active since the encounter with the Nihilist. His faith in God has been challenged. He's never accepted the idea that his powers don't come directly from God, and so when, during the fight, they were briefly interrupted, he had to deal with the fact that he's maybe a meta, or maybe there is no God, or both. So he's apparently been holed up in the, the one of the lower levels of the building, just like not eating or talking to anybody, and he's in really bad shape. As for Balladeer, when he disengages from this conversation, Sentinel goes looking around, first for information on her band, to see if that would be a way to find out more about her. And in the back page of the River City River City Revel for the day, he sees a Blue Devil String Quartet performance listed at this venue in the sink. He goes by the club, and it's like four in the afternoon by this point, so there are some people there opening up and sees that the show has been canceled. He would overhear that the owners of the venue and or the promoters of the show are pissed because it was canceled unexpectedly and they had been expecting a big crowd. Um, he would overhear some people being like, yeah, she just up and vanished. They all just vanished. Um, he's, he overhears somebody who claims to be a friend of Misty's just being like, I can't get her on her phone. I went around to her grandma's. Grandma doesn't know where she is. I'm worried about her. I don't know what the fuck's going on. As for the batons, he finds the name of a company, Vector Personal Defense, and an address. When she starts commenting about his appearance, I guess for the first time in a while, he actually takes evaluation of himself and sees how rough he's looking. He's, you know, hasn't had a haircut in a long time. Probably hasn't really shaved. He's probably thin, uh, you know, from running around and running ragged and everything. He's he's probably lost quite a bit of weight and looks haggard, you know, looks at himself in the window of the car and he's probably got bags under his eyes. Probably doesn't smell too hot either. Be, uh, you, you know, uh, I, I, I see how rough I look, but... Uh, no, uh, th- things are things are going all right. Um, I mean, 
shit's going down in the city and everything, but uh, I got a new job. I'm, I'm, I'm helping people out, you know, doing, doing things that... I was like, dude, no, no, no drugs. You know, I hadn't touched that shit in years. Uh, you know, since we since we had that uh, that that bender that one weekend, and you know, swore some shit off. But you look at you, paralegal and shit, going to school. Hell yeah. Um, I mean, getting all getting all into this shit. I just I just wanted to swing by, see, you know, like I said, see how you were doing. Um, you know, I know you can handle yourself and everything, but uh, you got your powers and shit. But I know you're you're kind of rusty, a uh, little out of practice. So uh, we'll just swing by. I wanted to say hi to my friend. But no, no, I'm I I got fucking nothing to do with all these yahoos. You know, I've uh, rubs his knuckles where he might have some bruises or something. I've uh, maybe. Uh, rearranged some faces, uh, bashed in some mines along with some skulls, but uh, nothing, nothing too serious. Uh, but no, it's it's a it's a fucking it's a fucking mess, you know. I'm doing what I can and 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 helping to keep an eye on the sink. Uh, just w- walking down the neighborhood and man, these fucking, these fucking yahoos, man, I'm gonna, I'll keep a, keep an eye out for you, for your kin, and, uh, see if maybe I can talk some sense into them, <sighs> but, man, it's just, and then you got the fucking sep, those fucking rich assholes throwing their support in, you got all these fucking metas splitting up and arguing about all kinds of shit, and, man, it's just, it's just bullshit on top of bullshit. I know you gotta run, keep seeing, you checking your grandpop's watch, so, uh, good seeing you, yeah, I'll, I'd love to come by for dinner, I'll, uh, I got a couple minutes left on my, on my phone, give me a call sometime, and, uh, see if we can make plans, he's full of shit, but, uh, he gives her a hug, and he splits, he's, happy to know that you know someone's got his back out in the media but that's to be addressed later like he gets some joy out of it and he is curious but there's just way too much going on right now and when all this is over maybe he'll take a look and yeah when he approaches cricket and the monster squad he he doesn't try to hide or anything like he comes up to him and you know he'll he'll I guess I'll just do this in order he what he says to Crick is you know he's like I, I'm I'm totally digging what you're doing keeping this down the middle uh not not splitting sides I mean that's that's kind of what I was trying to say when uh, oh uh, sorry guys I, I guess I should introduce myself I'm getting I'm getting excited I'm the ruling sentinel um I was the one that did the speech that went way south um, the other day. And uh, that's kind of what I wanted to come here and talk about. Uh, sorry, I, I'm, I'm jumping around, but uh, the set man, they're, I, I can't help but feel like they're behind this. Like that uh, the fucking Duke uh, disaster guy, he fucking 
gave me a wink and a nod and it was to- it was a total setup like they knew exactly what was going on and I think he's got like some kind of mind control or something because he totally twisted what was going on and got everybody riled up and uh, just from the accounts of what I said and uh, the way people reacted and uh, the news reports afterwards it was just it was all wrong like shit was getting twisted so I came here I I guess looking looking for help I mean I usually work solo Um, I've been here for about a a year and I mean this is the first time I've ran into you guys I usually stay around in the sink but shit's getting bad and Cricket, like I said, I'm, I'm digging what you're doing. You're, you're staying in the middle, and I mean, we can't be throwing our shit one way or the other, but it's happening, and, and he looks at Seven, if Seven starts to participate, like, no, I, I totally get what you're doing. The the supporting the metas, this this uh, PHAM group, yeah, that's, that's totally legit. Like, that's a completely legit concern. But we can't throw another political group in right now. Like, I wanted to come talk to you guys about going and fucking the sept up like you did before. And I want in on that. I mean, let's discuss this. But they're... I think they're throwing their clout, their their, their finances behind the, the TPP. And this shit's just going to get worse. Uh, I don't know how big their pool is, but I imagine it's fucking huge. They've been around for forever, and they're fucking corrupt as shit. So they need to be taken care of. And the strongmen need to be taken care of. And uh, I know this is political and everything, and fists aren't going to solve everything, but, I mean, we we got to do something. We... I don't know. And I might have a lead on something for the strong man. A bunch of these fucking yahoos got these tactical nightsticks and he holds one out. He says, there's a fucking supplier inside the city. Um, I think it might be a good place to start with them. I don't know. Uh, what do you guys think? So I guess he's going to wait for a response from Cricket and Seven 